Hello and welcome to the Theme Park Trailer Podcast with your hosts, me and not Dan, <laughs> because Donna is back this week. Hello. Dan and I's social life is very hard to match up, your match up now, um, so Donna's willingly stepped in. Willingly. She's shaking her head. And we're going to be talking about something that Dan, I don't think we'll be able to input into anyway, because he hasn't seen the video that we were watching yesterday. And has never been to this restaurant, nor have we, to be fair. But this week we're doing poor reviews of Victoria and Albert's at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Okay, what were you going to say? Sorry, don't, didn't want to interrupt your uh, intro there. Um, so you just said we've never been. So how are we uh, well, supposed to? <laughs> we just we reviews? watched a, uh, a YouTube video yesterday of the dining experience. And now, of course, we're experts. Never said we were experts, but that, those are your words. So we're experts. Um and. I mean, the minimum that we, you'd, you'd be looking to spend here is about $500 per person, probably, it's, if you're drinking alcohol. It's unbelievable. You're there for like five hours. Mm-hmm. It's a proper experience. It's meant to be, it is like one of the best restaurants in America in, ter- in terms of reviews, in terms of like I mean, style ratings and all that kind of nonsense. But when we watched the video of the experience yesterday, I have to say both of us were quite underwhelmed very underwhelmed not necessarily by the food yes by the food i, I thought the food looked the food all looked nice i mean the portions were like yeah but that's that's just fan, that's fancy portions. eating isn't it but the this is not what you were saying last night no but the fancy eating is small portions like you know i think the thing that most disappointed me was the fact that it looked like the inside of a old people's home it did look like the inside of an old people's home i and, agree and they want people dressed like really dressing up for this restaurant and it literally looked like you're walking in like you know your grand's just died and you're walking in to go and identify the body. Um That's okay. You know, because she's she's died in the old people's yeah, home. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also you could you can go back and meet the chef. Yeah. But the kitchen is the same as any other kitchen in a restaurant. Yeah, I, I don't understand people that want to do that. I've got no interest in meeting the person that's cooking my I've food. I've got no interest in seeing what the kitchen is like. No, I just don't care. But it is, you know, we should say it's a very highly rated restaurant which is why it makes these um, shows quite interesting to do. So because Donna's never been here before for one of these, even though she does stalk in the background quite often. Um, what, I listen. What we do, you don't listen. You don't I listen don't. afterwards. No, I don't. That's because I'm there for it. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> We're going to be reading out the worst reviews that we can find for Victoria and Albert. Um, it's going to be a combination of Google, which has 354 reviews at rated overall 4.7. Is that how many we're doing? Yeah, and TripAdvisor, which has a rating of five, five green spots. You just made that up, didn't you? No, no, it's it's rated five on TripAdvisor. 
So I'll be flicking between the two. I haven't read any of the reviews in advance, which makes this even more. Are there no bad reviews? Yeah, we're reading them now. Oh, that's the total. I'm giving the context. Okay. Overall, it's reviewed 4.7 and five green spots on on TripAdvisor. We are finding the crappiest ones and reading those out because at a very overview video that we saw yesterday, it didn't look that great, which is what gave me the idea. very disappointed. I mean, like I wouldn't eat there anyway, but I think it was $150. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to try it. But $500, no the, chance. The, the, how much did you say? $500. No, before that. If it was $150 per oh, person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, it, there was nothing Disney about it. And no. what I said was, you're going around the parks all day in like shorts and t-shirt. You've been doing Disney rides and all of a sudden you're in this really posh restaurant. That no, it's like that for And it's like, yeah, it's very random. He's random, and it. it I, I, I know we said this already, but I, the, the thing I was most disappointed with was the inside of the restaurant. It just looked tacky. It didn't look tacky. It looked boring. I thought it looked tacky. I think Ooh, I if it, it looks like boring. your nan's house that hasn't changed since 1975, I think it's tacky. The tacky parts were plates. The plates, yeah. The plates that, like... Um, they would glitter as if it was... Like Wilco's, yeah. you know, yeah. like the Wilco's £7 plates instead of the £3 plates that have a bit of glitter on them. Yeah. I think they meant to look like diamonds, but you could tell it would just glitter. Yeah, it was a bit pants, didn't it? Mm. Okay, so let's see what people, how people really hate this restaurant. Do they really hate it? Well, some people do, but let's see it. Uh, first review is from Warm, 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 Miriam Thering. Are you okay? No, not really. How did Warm, Warm come from Miriam? I don't know. <laughs> Miriam Thering. Who says food, amenities, and decor, all wonderful. I think you're wrong there, Miriam, but okay. So what's she complaining about? Uh, well, I don't know. Let's find out. Yeah, she loved everything apart from the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Our dining experience started out very nicely. However, the mood quickly spiralled down after a visit from the matron Lee. Oh dear. What happened? Around our second course, he came to our table and whispered that another table complained that we were too loud. Oh, for God's sake. We were insulted and flabbergasted. We were not r- raucous or drunk. That's a suggestion you probably <laughs> yeah. were. I'd have to be quite drunk to pay five dollars to eat here, to be honest. We were, ha- we were, however, speaking clearly and in a normal voice, not hushed tones. My husband is hearing impaired. A loss he sustained while in the military. Oh, here we go. Here we go. He wears bilateral hearing aids and strains to hear. Victoria and Albert strives to create such a perfect atmosphere that one must be perfect to partake. No disabilities tolerated. Mm, that's not really what they were saying, is it? I mean, she's saying she's talking in a normal tone and then contradicts herself by saying you have to talk loudly because he can't hear you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love how people that... It doesn't matter what it is in America. If you know yeah, anyone that's been in, the, been in the military, you've got to mention it mm-hmm. because, you know... It's relevant to the story. <laughs> yeah. Clearly relevant. Yeah. We I mean, just say he's hearing impaired, right? Yeah. You don't have to say exactly. people in the Gulf War or whatever. Other wars do apply. When we pushed back <laughs> and explained, of course, there are apologies all around. But you can't fix something like that. Well, they apologise, so I'd probably accept that. Yeah, you, you probably could. Our experience was ruined. Even with all the delicious food, a bad taste was left in our mouth. Oh, <laughs> you can you just can picture these people in your mind, can't you? Yeah, he's wearing he's wearing a camouflage. US Navy no, baseball cap. I can picture her just a typical old person who thinks they're entitled to everything. She stayed at home while he was in the war and, and yeah. did all kinds of things with these mates. Yeah, okay. You know the sort. 
Do what? I don't know. We don't know anyone in the military. This place went from a place on my bucket list to a place on my whoa. F F U case uh, F U it list. We're a family friendly show here, okay? What happened? There? I don't know. I'm trying to keep it. The effort list. Yeah, the effort list. That's it. There you go. I mean, I'd probably accept the apology and, and maybe Move on. a few courses free. I mean, I mean, he's he can't even hear what's going on, so he doesn't mind. I mean, from watching that video, everyone was speaking very quietly. Yes. Like, as if you couldn't talk in normal times. So I, I understand. Well, Mr. Morrow but... was probably shouting quite a bit. He no, he, even he was he being wasn't. quiet, to be fair. So I understand where the table is coming from. Oh, I just accept the apology and go on with it. Like, yeah. The food was good. The atmosphere was fine. And the decor probably looked like a house, to be fair. Yeah. Okay, Dan Peterson, Patterson even. Sorry about that, Dan. I'll get right to the point. I got severe food poisoning oh, there. Oh, dear. My family and I were at the Grand Floridian for five nights. And on the five th nights. Jesus. <laughs> five nights and dinner at Victorian Abbott's. Yeah. That is a lot of cash. Yeah. And on the third night, my wife and I ate at V&A's. Sounds a bit cheap. My wife and I, so over a grand. Doesn't it? V&A's sounds like B&A. B&A? Well, I just think what it's was that shop called? D&V. Didn't say B&A. The D&V? No, D&V. What's D&V? Oh, okay. That's someone, that works. That's someone that works in the medical profession right there. I don't work in the medical profession. Well, you do. I'm an admin. <laughs> you, still work at, you still work for our National Health Service. The mum, right. Uh, we had different main courses and I had souffle for dessert. I spent the rest of that trip in the room. Hey. I felt bad for the maid. Oh, it's getting even spicier. All right, just put you get off on all this stuff. Whoa, look, Dan doesn't say this kind of stuff. Like, he, he plays off. Dan's not loud. Uh, Millie for having to clean. Oh, she, he knows her by the first name. <laughs> well, okay, right. now, I'm, now I'm right. I feel bad for the maid, Millie, for having to clean up after me. When I was checking, what was he doing? Just going to the toilet yeah, and cleaning it. Just... If, if he felt bad for her cleaning up, why did he not just. Because he's rich and he's staying at the Grand Floridian. He doesn't oh, he can't bad, feel that bad. No. When I was checking out, the clerk asked how my stay was. And I said, I mean, the fact that you call him a clerk says a lot, I think. Uh, and I said it was great up until eating at V&A's and proceeded to fill in the details. Her mm -hmm. demeanour changed from pleasant to curt, almost rude, immediately. I wouldn't have mentioned it if she hadn't asked. I didn't ask for any compensation or anything else, but I got the feeling the clerk was expecting me expecting me to and was preemptively defensive. To make matters worse, the rest of my meal plan went unused with no refund. You sound very passionate about that. <laughs> I like to get into the character when I'm reading this. I'm not being funny, but if it was that bad, why did you not go to Victorian Abbott's and mention it? Yeah, I would have gone down to the front desk and said I got food poisoning from your yeah. most prestigious restaurant. Exactly. But also, there's no guarantee so why, that it was from that place. Why bring it up at all? Especially if it's like right at the beginning of the holiday. Well, it was halfway through, wasn't it? Uh, third night. Also, he's saying, oh, the rest of my meal plan might not use. Fine. Okay. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. You can get food poisoning from anywhere. Yeah, but it, makes me, it makes me laugh how the uh, person at the front desk was like, 
That, no, you didn't. That sounds like Disney. No, you didn't. That sounds like Disney. How dare you suggest such a thing from Victoria and Alberts? Yeah. I don't think the portions are big enough to get food poisoning, are they? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Eric R says, fantastic place to burn money and leave hungry. Save your money, donate your excess to the poor, and get a meal that will fill your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that one. Food one, service one, atmosphere one out of five. Service? Uh, I wouldn't have said that about the service. No, I the, the service looked excellent there, didn't it? The I service, mean, it was a bit too much for me. But... Don't they have, like, three waiters per table? Isn't it ridiculous? Yeah, I always feel like it's a bit much, because what it sounds like is they, they bring you the dish, and then they explain every ingredient on it. Yeah, that would annoy me. For, like, five minutes, given that it's one bite. And also, it's on your menu. Just read the menu. It's just going to be cold just, by the time you eat it. But just read the menu because it's on there. Mm-hmm. This dish that I'm bringing over to you, just read it there. Um, Salt Life says, Waitress, I believe, Brooke, called me the N-word when I walked past her. Terrible. It's the same person? No, this is someone else. Oh. I, don't, the I don't believe that, that is... happened. Oh, I know we're in Florida, but I don't believe that that happened. You wouldn't. Would you risk your job? No. Would you risk your job? No. Especially if somebody's paying $500 for a meal out. No, there's no way. Not a chance. No way that happened. Uh, Bren Dahl says, sexist, pompous and overpriced. Sexist, I could imagine. Why? I could, I just could. The, the type of people that eat there, I could just imagine it's a sexist place. Are you saying people with lots of money are uh, sexist and racist? Yes. They do tend to be, yeah. Mary... Over- overpriced? Hmm? Did he say overpriced? Uh, yes. It's extremely overpriced. Yeah, it is. Mary Dawn Miller. Parking. That's how she starts. Dinner, <laughs> that, no, parking, parking, colon. Dinner was amazing. It was four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> she remembers it well. But the price was higher than expected. So by the time he picked up the car from Valet, we had no money in cash. Valet was so irritated, it put a wet blanket over the entire experience. Four years later, and all I remember is the annoyed valet. So nothing to do with the restaurant. No, they, she's given she's given Victoria Alberts one star because the valet didn't get a tip. What is the point in that? I don't know. If you've got enough money to get a valet, then just then, cash out somewhere. You also, if you live in America, you know the tipping policy in America. Yeah. Why did you not bring enough cash? Well, just pay on your card. Or don't use the valet. But they'd already used it by that point. Yeah, but she must have known. Mm-hmm. You know how much it's going to cost, so oh, you yeah, know how much you're going to you know how much you're going to tip the wait waiters. Mm. So come on, that's not rocket science. I mean, you would think so, wouldn't you? Um, Brenda Hash says my family ate at V and A for the first time in December of 2018. Everyone had agree- agreed it was the most delicious food we had ever tasted. Not a single course disappointed. Really? Fast forward to January 2024 and a second visit. While the atmosphere and service remained impeccable, the food was sadly disappointing. A few courses were quite good, but most were mediocre and one course was simply not good. It is my belief that the new chef is trying to be too edgy and the flavours and cohesiveness of the courses has suffered greatly. We will not be back. What a pity. I mean, there's kind of a theme going on with Disney here, is there not? What? the Everything over, has turned over time. sour. Yeah, over time it's just turned more and more. Pants. Yeah. To put it nicely. Yeah. It has though. I mean yeah, no. that's very true. But when your signature restaurant on property has gone down has gone downhill. That's not great. I mean if I'm completely honest, until we watched the video last night, one I didn't know it was their signature restaurant, and two I didn't know you had to dress up. And three I didn't know how much it was. I knew I knew how to dress up and I knew it was 
it, it had been awarded lots of prestigious awards, but I didn't know quite how expensive it was. So if, if me and you had the opportunity to go there, obviously I would have researched before booking it and gone, oh, no way. Um, Donna's not going to be that. A, Donna's not going to be that. B, I'm not paying those prices. Mm. Um, but we would have done the research beforehand. There's a lot of people on, on these reviews, not so far, well, one person so far today, who just seems to not do any research before going going no, to a place. It's like, it, you're traveling halfway across the country or the world to go to a restaurant. Why would you not look at the menu and the prices before you turn up? I just don't understand people. It's a simple Google search. They must know the prices. 10 seconds. There's no way you can go into Victoria and Alberts and not know the price. Well, I didn't. And according to the video yesterday, it took somebody 10 years to get a reservation for two people. Oh, nonsense. That was rubbish. We've always been able to get reservations because so it's always come up. You must know the restaurant. Yeah. Diana Garcia says, when I first came here in 2020, I believe, it was the best meal experience I've ever had. 2020? Mm. Possible. Okay. January to March. Oh, yeah. But I went more recently in May 2023, and it went so downhill. The atmosphere was nice, but the harpist didn't play any song recommendations or interact slash be friendly with guests, which was off-putting, unlike the previous visit, where the harpist was smiling and speaking to guests occasionally and played most requests. I mean... Do one. And that, I mean, come on. Well, no, I, I kind of see it because you're paying that much money. You want, like, a friendly atmosphere. Uh, my and the harpist was boring. And you just stop because the so harpist is so dull. It was boring. Really dull. I, I would rather a piano. I'd rather than just play some, some music over a speaker, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think a piano, a piano is better. A piano, piano. The harp is just so pretentious, especially by itself. I think it works well with other instruments. But when you've got someone there by themselves, it's just irritating. It wasn't irritating. It was boring. Watching that video, I was like, Ugh. yeah. They they, they with the delicious ingredients of the food prepared, which was so unfortunate. Previously, the quality of the food was enhanced by the flavors added by the chefs, but this time nothing paired well, and most plates went overboard with flavors too strong for the plates served. They also didn't offer chocolates at the end of the meal. It was such a nice touch, so I'm confused about why they got rid of that experience. The drinks were very good, and I was very impressed with the non-alcoholic drink pairing. I love this place my first visit, but due to my recent experience, my husband and I will be skipping Victoria and Albert's on our next trip. That's the second review to say that the flavours are too much. Yeah, I mean, I I think any good chef, and let me throw some, some very good chefs under the bus here, will say some of the dishes that we looked at yesterday, there were too many ingredients. Like Often like the best dishes are the simplest ones. Yeah, but don't you don't that. need like 10 ingredients, 10, 15 ingredients to make a but I couldn't pick out a dish that had that many ingredients. They went through loads of stuff on like the the person going through it was like constant, like adding this, 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 and this, and this to it. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm not a chef, so I'm talking that absolute rubbish. Rubbish. Alex Kelly says, When I called to make the reservation, I had told them no fish and no lamb, no mushrooms or truffle oil. I mean, what is the point in going then? <laughs> If you're going to a pretentious restaurant, you're going to get fish and lamb. And truffle oil. <laughs> yeah. My menu had everything I couldn't have, and they had and they had changed everything, and my staff had truffle oil, and I had a reaction. So needless to say, whoever gets your info on the phone to make the reservation doesn't listen. You could get someone really hurt. I mean, that is quite bad. That is bad. Equally, surely you'd mention it when you turned up as well. Well, yeah. Because There is that. They say, do you have any allergies, usually? Yeah, but is it a restaurant that says... Do you have any allergies, or is it restaurant that if you don't, if you have an allergy, you just don't go? If you, well, if you've got an allergy, you're poor, and therefore, um, 
Therefore, you should be dead. That's not. That's just very random. Well, I'm just thinking that's the attitude of the rich. Unless they've got an allergy. You're too weak to survive. <laughs> anyway. My neck and face the next morning was all swollen and talking hurt a lot. I don't mind paying almost $1,000 if they've listened to the first time, but to ignore everything and to have a reaction because they failed on notes is not okay. I mean, I do agree, yeah. In, yeah, I completely agree. I think that, that's a... The only point. thing is, is that they explain literally every part of that meal, so they would have said there was truffle oil in that before he ate it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the menu says it as well. I don't know about the menu. Yeah. But they would have said that. They would have said they that. they explain they... every ingredient. Yeah, exactly. He was just going... Mm. I mean, I'm not surprised with the portions. Yeah, I'm starving by course. <laughs> You've been waiting all day and you're there for five hours. Pablo Costa says, uh, please know that even though this restaurant had excellent food, uh, Rubichon in Las Vegas or Paul Bacuse in Lyon, France are cheaper and their food is on another level. He just wants to sound like he's well traveled this guy. You could fly to Vegas. Eat a, no, really. Eat a <laughs> Rubichon, stay one night to come back and break even. Customer service is plain zero because you can't get a table for two, but you can get a table for five in the same day at the same time. Mm -hmm. They really only care about big parties. I'm wondering what will happen if they offer two tables of two instead of one of four. This place is not for kids, by the way. I mean, could you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine taking, up <laughs> taking our kids to this? Jeez. Uh, that would be great. That would be chaos, wouldn't it? I would just Excuse me, all oh, your table's being too noisy. What would you like me to do about that? I mean, we are paying nearly two grand for this table, so yeah. what do you want us to do? I hate people like that anyway. <laughs> uh, I've I've been there many times before the pandemic, six times, six plus times in three years. I mean, you just six times shouting that you've got. Is this the kid. same person that this is said about? about uh, said about what? France and yeah, Vegas. Yeah, this yeah. is the same, same person. person. Yeah. Why'd you keep going back then if somewhere else is better? Well, I know. I guess we would need to go to Las Vegas or New York since Disney doesn't care anymore about local customer satisfaction. They only care about big parties of tourists. If that's the only reason you're going to Disney, go to Las Vegas and, and New York. What, Victoria and Albert? Yes, that's the only reason you're travelling to Walt Disney World. I mean, I fail it, to just believe that. it just doesn't sit right, the fact that it's at Walt Disney World. It no, doesn't it doesn't sit right doesn't. at all. One last thing, if you tell... And, the... sorry, if it's not for children, isn't Walt Disney World primarily for families? Unless you're Epcot. Jinky, where in the world? Well, if you're doing that, you're not going to Victoria and Albert's. True. <laughs> a different class Just of people. Just turn up afterwards. <laughs> Ray, Victoria and Albert's. Kevin. Ten courses Excuse for me, the lads. Ten courses for the lads. <laughs> One last thing. If you tell them your dis dissatisfaction, they hang up on you. The customer service girls need... Oh, it says this. Needs a safe space. Customer service girls. Where the, where the letters B and S are, aren't allowed. As as a self-proclaimed liberal... You know what I mean. No. I almost rolled my eyes when another person calls out woke movement. Well, it can't get more woke like hanging up for a call because a dissatisfied customer used the, the letter, yes, just the letters, B and S. I mean, I don't know. Anyhow, not worth yeah, the drums being... It is Orlando at the end of the day. This person sounds... <laughs> Awful. Like if you're awful being aggressive thing. over the phone, yeah, you saying BS is probably the last straw. I hang up and don't mind if they spoke to me like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. This person just loves you, you flaunting just, the fact they've got money. You can just hear it in your voice that they're aggressive. Yeah. And the customer service girls 
Yeah, he just sounds just like... I mean, him. I hope he's listening to this because Pablo Costa, you're a douchebag and someone needs to tell you. Because you clearly like Donald Trump but never been told no. Which, as we discover, clearly, in court cases to... can lead to a spot of bother. Oh, God, here we go. D Morales says, when you hang enter... On, hang on yeah. So he went six times in three years. Apparently so. Which I is, don't believe what, that. two people? Yeah, I don't believe that. Though. Six times in three years. Over a grand a time. Yeah. Six grand in three years on one restaurant. And you have to go to a losing world for that. I mean, with those last girls, you should be on a countdown. <laughs> I just say. You were, you took like 20 seconds to work <laughs> out that six times one is 6,000. <laughs> yeah, but I was trying to get three in there some, somehow and then realised I didn't need to. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give you five numbers to go with. Let's move on. D Morales says, when you enter, it smells like smoked oak wood. The decor is dated. Finally, someone agrees with us. Yeah, it's horrible. The lights are very dim. The food is mediocre. Save your money. It's overpriced and the food is nothing to brag about. The lady who played the harp looks, took several breaks so the ambiance wasn't constant. How dare she take a break? Yeah, how dare she rest her hands how for five she? minutes. Um, The decor, yeah, it was terrible. But, I mean, you're looking at the older generation primarily, aren't you? You're like looking, yeah, there. yeah. I mean, aren't you, though? Because, what, our parents oh, are in their 50s and 60s. Yeah, my parents would like the decor. Yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> but mine wouldn't. And they're nearly 60. I don't think they'd mind it. Oh, I, think, I, I, think, I think they'd find it very chill. I think they'd find it quite offensive. No. Offensive. It offended me. Okay. Harrison O says, We went to Disney and had planned and were very excited for a special, a very special evening at the supposedly finest restaurant in Disney. We were unsuccessful in our attempts to get access to the chef's table, but instead were able to reserve the Queen Elizabeth room. Philip. Granted, my expectations were very high. I'd even planned a proposal on this evening. Oh, get you, Harrison. For a $700 dinner for, for two, not inclusive of alcohol, I have is outrageous. $700? Yeah. $700 dinner for two, dinner. not inclusive of alcohol. Not inclusive of alcohol, that is unbelievable. Yeah, so $1,000, basically, when you add the alcohol to it. I'm going to say if the dinner was um, $700, the alcohol would be a lot more than three. No, I think $1,000, including tip, probably. I believe it's acceptable to have high standards for the quality and composure of the meal. Unfortunately, both my now both my now fiance, oh congratulations, Harrison, oh, pulled out the bag. It. And I were terribly under underwhelmed. Personally, I'm not a stranger to fine dining. Why do people like this always have to say that? Just yet, to make sure the world knows. Yeah. Yet the, the restaurants of this uh, are few and far between. The most recent experience I had oh, I'm was, so sorry. was a lunch at per, per Se in New York City. The experience was just that, was just that, an experience. Something that makes you rethink your ideas of food. Dinner at Victoria Alberts proved to be wholly uninspiring. I hate, just have dinner. Just have dinner. It makes me laugh that he thinks he knows what he's talking about. Unless he's a chef. Mm, and then I take it back. The service was friendly and attentive, as should be expected. The atmosphere was quiet and intimate. The food, however, was mediocre at best. Several of the dishes lacked balance in acid or brightness of... Oh, God. That's the third person, though. Yeah. Resulting in a heavy, one-note dull and muddy flavour. The only bite of food that I found truly exciting was the upcharged addition of the true Kobe beef, in contrast to the Australian white wagyu. Did they spell that wrong? Wagyu. Other than, they spell it wrongly. Other than that... 
despite the meal was truly a disappointment. The plates were beautiful, but the time taken in trying to make artwork out of food would have been better spent honing the flavours and ensuring the meal were at a temperature higher than tepid. Many of the restaurants provide more exciting flavours and better preparation for a fraction of the cost elsewhere in the resort, such as Boma or even Kona. Truly not what I expect from a $700 meal. Where's, where's Kona? Kona Cafe, I can't remember where it is, but I've heard of it. I mean, Boma is a very, very different style of restaurant for a start. Yeah. So you can't really compare it, can you? Well, he is. <laughs> Thank you for that. He, he's going for it. Uh, someone else, Luke, says disappointed with the chef's table. I just wouldn't want to talk to a chef for five hours. No wonder the Is that food's what on you board. do, though? I don't know. I don't really know what it means to be at the chef's table. No, no, do I. I assumed it was in the kitchen. But the all would be really loud. Or near the kitchen. What are you? An idiot sandwich! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> C. Sudden says, My wife and I were so excited to visit this establishment. However, we were sorely disappointed. If you're expecting something close to a Michelin star experience, I suggest you avoid this restaurant. Atmosphere. Lovely, inviting, with heart music in the background. The tables were stark. I personally like a small a small floral arrangement to break up the white expanse to the tablecloth. Oh, God. God. Who are these people? Well, then you'd be minding that it was cluttered. Yeah. So... The servers were delightful and cordial, but did not approach the level of sophistication expected at this level of dining experience. The chef absolutely has no business putting ingredients together and sending the dishes out to diners. Every dish was either over-salted and or seasoned with the main ingredient hidden somewhere within. This is an example of high school athlete trying to play a professional sport. Just not up for the task. I bet, I bet they hey. sound like an absolute douchebag. I mean, the only people you're going to get going to this restaurant are vloggers or douchebags. Yeah. yeah. Because of the money. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we read re, re, re one more from um, Veronica M, who's from Tennessee. 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 Second and last visit to Victoria and Albert's. Just not the same. My husband and I had dinner back, back in here in 2014. And though I'm just lost the ability to talk, and though outrageously expensive, we returned in 2019 because we had thoroughly enjoyed the experience. But this time around, the food and overall service let us down. Oh, can't it, even blame it on COVID. No, it just wasn't as good as it was five years ago. But it's definitely more expensive. To begin, the restaurant had a very strong smell of burning wood. That's the same person. Another person. I'm gonna. Said that. I'm gonna say that that's deliberate. Yeah, meant to meant to smell. Yeah. Posh. It was so strong that it triggered my asthma, and when I returned to our room, our clothes reeked of a wood-burning fireplace. Several days later, and back home, my gown still stinks. My gown still stinks. Oh, and I have to get to the it, dry cleaners and hope they can eliminate that woody stench. I mean, I or just wash it. I would assume you would get it dry cleaned or washed anyway. These people have clearly never been to a bonfire night, have they, anyway? I mean, I don't really want to smell like a bonfire when I come back from Victoria now, but see if I was going. No, true, but I mean, but, you can get the stench out. Yeah. Is my point. Uh, as another review mentioned, the interior is dated, very dark, and certainly not typical for a Michelin or five-star AAA-rated restaurant. I think AAA needs to come back and do another review. Robin and uh, Javier, 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 were our yeah. servers. Robin was a little over the top with her descriptions and delivery. 
Javier came across. Javier. I'm just changing it every time. Oh. Came across as more pleasant and real. Robin also made an error in serving my husband the cheese platter instead of the vanilla gelato. That is. That's just. Um... You know how you get around that. Sorry, excuse me. I've um, been served the wrong dish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you get around. Rookie mistake. So have I a rookie mistake to rich people. When you're paying $235 per person, mistakes like that shouldn't be happening. Oh, God, get out oh of here. Oh, my God. It. it was the wrong. It, it wasn't like it was every dish. No, that's just ridiculous. Mistakes happen. Doesn't matter how much you pay, they're still human. Yeah. She also offered to bring over some bread while I waited for my husband to return after meeting my brother in the lobby. The bread never arrived. Oh, whoops. Mistake number two. Oh. Is she new? As for the meals, the majority of them were incredibly salty. I can't believe that no one has complained about this, and this is coming from someone who likes salt. <laughs> Evidently, that <laughs> it's constantly in your mind, isn't it? What delicious quality food, yes. But the dishes were boring on inedible due to the excessive use of seasoning. The creativity was not there. The dishes were boring compared to those five years ago. We left them feeling deflated and disappointed, having just waited, wasted $700 on an underwhelming, underwhelming meal. We won't be returning sorry. a third time. Caviar and Wagyu beef is dull. Well, caviar's not that. No, but it's your typical. You can buy caviar in the, in the supermarket. Yeah, but it's, it's your typical price. posh dish. It is, yeah, but it's not as posh as, pe as I think people would make you think. I think and Wagyu is like, it's expensive and... You wouldn't get it at here at home, but like caviar, you can go and buy in the supermarket. Mm. I'm sure it's the same level. So after that, I don't know. Um, where are we planning our trip to? VNA. I'd rather go to uh, the Plaza in Magic Kingdom. Are you burgers and chips? I would. Well, yeah, I would as well. I'd rather go to the Boathouse to be honest. If I'm wanting an expensive meal. Um. Yeah, that was really nice last time. But we were talking about it last night, another reason for tonight's show is that I just think the Grand Floridian, and we both agree on this, and I mean, shoot me down if you don't, it's just not the hotel to stay in if you've got if you've got the money to stay in a decent hotel. We both think if we're staying on property at Magic Kingdom, it would be the Polynesian. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the Riviera then, and I would have no, no, I like the Riviera, but the Riviera is literally the same as the Floridian. There is no character to it whatsoever. I disagree, but uh, that's, that's, we can agree to disagree. We're talking about the Grand Floridian this evening, yeah. Uh, the Polynesian is the one that we would yeah. most like to stay in, I think. Well, contemporary. Oh, yeah, but it's just on my bucket list. Why? Because I've always wanted to stay there. Is that okay? For what reason? I don't know, I just do. What draws you since, to it? I don't know. Is, don't it, know. is it the monorail going in? Yeah, I think tunnel? it might be. For God's sake. I'd like to stay in the contemporary, but I certainly wouldn't stay there for two weeks. Whereas the poly, I can see myself staying there for two Yeah, weeks. I could stay at the poly. Yeah. But I could stay at the poly and probably not leave the poly to go to a park. Yeah, I mean, it's very nice there, isn't it? Yeah. I think we'll be going back there this year just for, for drinks. Drink. and something to eat, probably. And the pool looks awesome. But yeah, the Floridian yeah. just looks boring. I mean, maybe we can go to... Um... I just can't see the type of people that would stay at the Floridian liking Walt Disney World. It just doesn't sit... Yeah, I can't imagine the people in this restaurant being at Magic Kingdom. I mean, Space it's, Mountain. it's probably the same. It's the kind of people that have private tours, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you're still doing the rides, surely. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 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 I suppose it is. 
But you say that, but the tour that you want to go on is only $100. That, yeah, but I'm talking about the one where you can do all the rides whenever you want. Yeah, right. Ohana is where I was thinking. We should try this year. That's a buffet restaurant, isn't it? It is, yeah. But it's got, um, well, it's breakfast with Lego and Stitch. I know. And um, dinner is, is not character, but dinner's probably the one I would like to do. Just carrying it out there. Uh, thank you very much for listening this week. Uh, we do hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have, please do leave us a review. If you haven't, please don't. And we will see you again next week.